Hey, Coach Tori here, and I am doing another video podcast, or I guess just video, right, for everybody who is on YouTube or Spotify, or I think Anchor as well, which is through Spotify. Um, But yeah, so I'm here in video again, which means I'm going to be going over another running plan um, for people who are listening other places like Apple Podcasts um, or Amazon Music or anything like that. You can still hear all about the plan, um, but if you do want to see it, uh, I suggest checking it out on YouTube just because, at least for me, I think it's way easier to actually read what I'm talking about. Um, And also, I can always just send it to anybody if you want to send me an email at mayorkeyrunclub at gmail.com. So let's check out our plan. All right. So as you can see, we are looking at a faster 5k. Clearly I've been in a 5k mood because the last one was zero to 30 minutes or kind of a couch to 5k type plan. So this time we have how to run a faster 5k and same kind of deal. We're doing, um, 30 day plan. So that's pretty quick, um, for a running plan. Uh, obviously, a lot of the times, especially if you're hiring a coach, it is a much more long-term thing. Um, but just to keep it also like tolerable to listen to, um, and lots of progress can be made in 30 days. So that's kind of why I was sticking to 30 days for our longer distances. They are going to be longer plans, but I don't always want to have to give people long plans, um, because we can do some things in a month that, um, can definitely make progress. So faster 5k. Now this is for people who have run a 5k. I say this season, um, that could mean like this year that could mean last week. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a, a 5k in a race. Um, I just mean you have run three miles, um, or five kilometers or more than that is fine. Um, less than that is fine. If you've run a 5k before, if you're building back into running. Um, I mean, it really does depend, like everything's individualized. So I don't know why I'm trying to get like way too in the weeds about who this works for, but um, it definitely makes sense for someone who has run a 5k recently. Um, I thought of this because I had just signed up for a winter 5k series. So it's through the months of winter, there's five 5ks. Um, so there's, you know, like every couple of weeks there's a race. So this kind of fit in with that to be running a faster one kind of by the end of the season or whatever. So, uh, that's where this came from. Again, there's a lot of information out on the internet to run a faster 5k. There's a lot of different ways to run a faster 5k. This was just one fun plan that I have put together. Um, so let's get to it. Okay. So what you need to get started, anybody who looked at the last plan, same kind of thing, right? You need your running shoes. Um, just your regular trainers is fine. I know, um, if you're getting more serious about your racing, you may have different racing shoes, like cross country shoes or something else. It depends on where you're running your 5k. Right. Um, but again, all you need is a pair of shoes that you are comfortable running in a watch, same thing. You can keep it simple with just a stopwatch kind of watch. Um, there are distances measured out for this one. It's not just time-based. So if you are not running at a track or some kind of measured path or something, and you have to do some of the measuring yourself, a GPS watch is kind of the easiest way to do that. Or 
um, on your phone on, you know, like a Nike run, map, my run Strava app too. You can do that. Um, but a GPS watch just kind of has everything all together. So that is easiest active wear, of course, things that are comfortable to run in a goal, um, for this, I think it's really important. Um, well, you'll see in a minute that you actually need to have, um, some kind of previous goal or previous times that we're working with. And then obviously it helps to have what we're trying to get to. Again, it needs to be realistic. I don't think in a month you're going to be dropping five minutes off of your time for most people. Um, so yeah, having a goal, having a realistic goal is definitely important. And then, like I said, a track or some kind of measured distance. Um, I love a track and I love a track workout. And that's where a lot of these workouts were inspired from were track workouts, but you can do them in other locations. Um, also it is, I mean, they always say it's good to run where you're going to be racing. Um, so if you are going to be doing a really hilly, grassy 5k, the track workouts are still going to be great and going to help you, but it's not going to feel the same. Um, those hills, that elevation change, the different terrain, all of that's going to feel different. So, um, being able to practice in those locations too, is helpful. A lot of paths, at least around me, um, at parks specifically have mile markers out there. A lot of them even break it up into quarter mile distances from what I've seen. So that's really helpful. Um, but I've also been known to, especially like in my neighborhood at this point, I kind of know where all of the, the spots are, but, um, during your warm up jog, just turn your GPS watch on, um, you know, figure out where your 400 meters or your kilometer or whatever it is, figure out where that is. Um, so you don't have to keep checking every time as you're running, like looking down at your wrist. Okay. What's the time? What's my distance? Um, kind of figure it out and make your own little path. Um, and out and back is fine too. Like I have a pretty good 400 meters um, on my street that I know, um, exactly where that is. So if I'm doing 800s, you know, going back and forth, totally fine. Even going back and forth half of the way to do, um, like 600s, you know, making it work. Um, I think that's what we all do as runners. So you have everything you need to get started day one. We're starting off a little simple. So you are going to do a warm up, and for warm up, I think I talked about this last time. Um, that can be anything that you like. Um, I don't think we need to get too crazy about our warmups. Um, also, depending on what the workout is, can dictate what your warmup is. Right now, I am always doing some glute activation exercises before any run that I'm doing. Um, but sometimes if I'm going, especially for this, if I'm going on um, a 30 minute run, that's probably all I'm going to do as my warm up. Um, sometimes I might walk a little bit, especially if I'm trying to figure out like what I'm going to listen to while I'm running or something like that. Um, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, you don't have to do your drills, your dynamic stretches, your accelerations, unless that's what you need to feel prepared to do your run. So again, warm up's kind of up to you. Um, I think there's a video on YouTube at this point about warm ups as well. So feel free to check that out. Uh, so 30 minute easy run. So for this, again, it's all individualized. So you kind of have to figure it out, but roughly two minutes, a mile slower than your race pace. So I think recently I just did a 5k and I actually pretty perfectly at this point, which is exciting because I'm not always great with those, um, slower runs, especially, uh, but my regular easy runs have been two minutes slower than when I ended up racing. And at that point, I didn't know what my race pace was going to be. So I really had no 
gauge on that. I just was like, this feels easy. Um, so we have whole 30 minutes, just nice, easy conversational pace for those of us who like that. I know some people need something a little more specific, but yeah, conversational type pace, um, just go out on a slow, easy run for 30 minutes. Now, day two, we're getting into our track or just running workout days. So you're going to do your warm up. And for me, for days like this, this is when my warm's a little more intense, but I also am a very rigid as I think a lot of us runners or people who work out can be with our routines. Um, so I like to do a little bit of a jog, um, some dynamic stretches, some running drills, some accelerations, like swings, the whole nine. I used to then have to change into my workout running shoes. Um, I don't have those anymore, so I don't do any of that, but so you're doing your warm up, whatever that is. Um, you have to measure out your distance. So if you're at the track, we are doing kilometers, as you can see. So that is two and a half laps around the track. If you are out and about, got to measure that a little bit. Um, so it's five times a kilometer, which is going to be the goal is to have it be slightly faster than your current race pace. Uh, you're going to do two minutes rest in between each kilometer. And again, it doesn't have to be a hard two minutes, two ish minutes. I don't want it to be less than two minutes. Uh, it should not be, you know, completely fully recovered and walking around and, you know, feeling totally relaxed like that. Then you're now, it's a different workout. Um, but you should have time to, your breathing slows down. Your heart's not just like pounding. Um, you know, you're feeling like, okay, I could go again. Um, uh, by the end, it might feel like, oh, do I really have to go again? Um, but it shouldn't be like, oh, this rest is so short. So just to break it down a little bit, again, I'm not going to do all the math for you guys. And there's a really good chance I did the math wrong because there was a point where I forgot that minutes were 60 seconds. So, um, you know, that being said, if your current race pace is a 30 minute 5k, your kilometers should be about 557 to six minutes per kilometer. If you, and I know y'all can read, but for the people who are not watching the video, just got to spell it out. If you have a 25 minute 5k, um, again, that needs like current. I don't want it to be like, that's my goal. Or that was what I did, you know, a long time ago. Um, you're going to be doing for 57 to five minute kilometers. If you've, uh, your current race pace is 22 minute 5k, you're going to do for 22 to 424 ish. Again, this is all rough, right? And it all really depends on where you are in your fitness too. If you just ran your first 5k and now you're going to this, that may feel really hard. Um, or it might feel really hard to be consistent. You might get really excited about a track workout and go out really fast. Um, so this is all just like, again, just try to gauge it around there. Um, if you're way off, maybe you should think about, maybe look at a few other things and see kind of what's going on there. Um, if you run a 20 minute 5k, you are going to do, um, 357 to four minutes. If you run an 18 minute 5k, you're going to do 333 to 336 per kilometer. And again, I know there's people faster than that. I did not feel like continuing to break down the numbers, but you can get the gist. Um, so yeah, so that one's pretty, I mean, it's not like super exciting, uh, pretty self-explanatory. You are ending up running fast the 5k distance with your warm up, cool down, all that stuff. Oh, didn't put on here. Cool down. Make sure you do some kind of cool down. Even if it's just like walk one lap around the track or something, um, you don't want to just like completely hard stop 
your workout and go about the rest of your day. Not only are you like pooling blood, but you know, you're not really giving your body, mind, all of that a chance to adjust back to what you're going to do next. Day three is rest. And again, I will say this. I always say this rest should be rest. And I am super guilty of this too. So I'm not trying to be like, I understand rest better than everybody else, but rest days should be as restful as you can make them. Um, even if you're feeling good again, it's only 30 days. So if you are like, I'm wasting all this time resting on rest days for a month, I think you can kind of adjust yourself. Um, but yeah, try to think of resting. Um, don't go like the bike is active rest or swimming is active rest, you know, kind of avoid those things. But again, you don't have to be like, Oh, I can't walk my dogs today. Darn, because I need to rest. Um, you know, you'll figure it out. Day four strength or cross train. Um, so I should just put cross train because that's really, uh, strength can fall into that, but, um, that could be anything from, uh, lifting, not super, super heavy, I would say, um, especially while you're trying to adjust into a different kind of workout, probably with the running. Um, but that could be lifting. That could be going to a class at a gym that could be yoga. That could be Pilates. That could be swimming. That could be biking. That could be the elliptical, um, anything that's not running, um, ideally not something that mimics running. So like elliptical, I'd say is a little less of what you should do. Um, but trying to do something different that keeps you moving may get your heart rate up a little bit. Um, but it's not going to continue with that same repetitive motion of running. Um, but adding some value to your training program. Um, I know strength can be hard to add. So if you're new to adding strength training, maybe either keep it super simple and light body weight type stuff, um, or do some other kind of cross training at these points, just because if you're not used to running, you know, the fast workouts and stuff like that, you don't want to put too much strain on your body. Cause then your 5k probably won't be faster. Um, but strength is super important. So if you haven't added it to your running plan, you should day five, 40 minute, easy run. Um, same kind of pacing, right? So that's that two-ish minutes slower than your race pace. It can be even slower. Um, that's totally fine too. I think sometimes mine varies a little bit, um, but it shouldn't be faster. I think a lot of people at this point have heard all about um, that running your slow, easy days too fast and how detrimental that can be to your training. Day six, um, warm up. And now this, again, it can always be whatever kind of warm up that you want. Um, for this, I would do more of like a track workout type of warm up. Um, really get your body ready to be moving. So you're not just, you know, spending your first couple minutes getting into the, the pacing or your legs being a little jittery because you're excited to run, anything like that. Um, try to get all that out with your warm up. And then you're doing just 15 minutes moderately hard, um, which I know that that can be a confusing term as well. Um, I would say, and I'm going to give you a scale, which also is confusing, right? Uh, I would say like a seven ish out of 10, seven to eight ish out of 10, um, 10 being like the hardest you could run for 15 minutes, um, seven or eight being close to that. Um, but yeah, so it should, it should be tiring. It should feel 
like you're excited to stop once you get to your 15 minute mark, um, but it shouldn't feel like you just did a race for 15 minutes uh, and then cool down. So again, um, walking uh, could be just an easy jog, um, stretching if you're into stretching, anything like that. Day seven, rest again. Um, rest should be restful. Day eight, 30 minutes of and now I'm like already looking at my <laughs> slideshow where I'm missing words, uh, but 30 minutes, easy run. It should say 30 minutes of easy running, uh, but it just says 30 minutes easy. I was starting to get lazy, I guess, and I'm only on day eight. Um, yeah, 30 minute easy run. Again, that two minutes or whatever around that time, slow conversational pace. Um, shouldn't be anything too taxing. Uh, maybe even you should feel better after you get your run done than you did before you started. Day nine, you are doing a warm up. Um, and if you don't have a warm up routine that you like, this may be a time. I'm not usually a proponent for like becoming more rigid of a person, but uh, we all like routines. So maybe becoming or <laughs> coming up with some kind of routine that you really like so that you have something that gets your body and your mind ready for like, okay, we're going to, we're about to do some hard work. Um, so you do your warm up, then you're doing 12 times 400 meters slightly faster than your current race pace. And if your kilometers at, I think that was also at current race pace or slightly faster, if that felt too fast, um, maybe try these at current race pace or if current race pace for your kilometers was too fast, um, even like a second or two slower than that. Um, try not to go too much slower just because they are 400 meters. Um, so that is like a short distance um for doing kind of quick work at a 5k pace uh, but you can go a little a little faster if you want again this, we're trying to get a faster 5k so you need to teach those legs to be moving quicker um for this one a minute or equal rest but not longer than that it all is really going to depend on how long you are running um or how quick you are running those 400s um yeah, I know a minute or equal action can be uh, a broad range, but you should feel again, recovered enough that you can keep going, especially in like the first two thirds of it. Um, you know, once you're at like nine, 10, 11, 12, it may be like, I'm not ready, but you can still maintain that pace. Cause we really don't want to be getting into a pattern of you got really fast. Your first half of your reps are great. Um, and then it all kind of falls apart from there. You really do want to be consistent because we are not really mimicking a race, but you are kind of mimicking that I need to be running fast throughout. Um, so yeah, so the breakdown, and like I said, minute to equal rest, uh, the breakdown again, if these numbers are wrong, sorry, <laughs> 30 minutes, uh, if you've run a 30 minute 5k, um, not if you want to be running, but if you are currently running a 30 minute 5k, you are doing 222 to 225, um, 400s. And again, oh, 400 is one lap around the track. Uh, if you do a 25 minute 5k, you're doing like 158 to two minutes for your 400. If you do a 22 minute 5k, you're doing 143 to 146. Um, if you, 
And oh, the one is one minute, one minute and 43 seconds, not 143. Um, hopefully that made sense to anybody and that wasn't confusing that I just explained it. 20 minute 5K, uh, you're doing one minute and 33 seconds to one minute and 36 seconds. And if you do an 18 minute 5K, you're doing 124 to 127. And again, you can do the math to figure those out. Pretty much I'm just finding what your current pace is and then taking a second or two off. Oh, and then you're cooling down, of course. I don't know why I didn't put the cool downs for all these workouts. Day 10 is rest. Um, give yourself a break. Uh, if you want to do some kind of yoga, stretching, just something to get everything moving, especially if you are a little sore, um, that's totally fine too. But I still wouldn't recommend like jumping on the bike and doing a bike workout. Day 11, you're doing a... Warm up, and then you are doing two miles at your goal race pace. This will feel tough, I think. <laughs> it should. It probably will. Um, so this is your warm up for like a track workout kind of thing. Make sure you have your two miles mapped out, whether you're on a track or if you are um, out in the world, whether you're at a park or um, on the roads and stuff, make sure you have that two miles figured out. So you don't have to keep checking your watch because even that mental, even like, I don't think it's actually the act of looking down at your watch is going to slow you down in this, um, workout, but mentally you're going to start getting in your head. If you're just like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Um, so try not to do that. Uh, try to figure it out. I get that doing a two mile warm up to map out your space is, is probably a lot. So uh, mapping that out ahead of time would be great. So at your goal race pace, and I did not do the math for anybody here. Um, I probably should have, but if your goal is you're trying to do what your six minutes, um, six minute miles for your 5k, you're doing 12 minutes. If you're doing seven minute miles for your 5k, you are doing 14 minutes. Um, this one, the math is pretty easy. So I didn't feel like I had to do it. And there was no like slightly faster or slower. This is just what is your current goal race piece? Do the two miles at it. Um, and again, if you're trying to go from a 30 minute 5k to a 20 minute 5k, that's probably a little too much of a drop for 30 days. So this probably isn't what it is. So pick, um, even pick like two minutes. So pick a 28 minute 5k as your goal pace, just to see how this workout feels. Um, and then you're going to cool down again. That could be a walk, a jog, anything like that. Day 12, easy three miles. So you may be sore or tired after that workout, totally understandable. Um, easy three miles. So this, the pacing does not matter at all. So two minutes slower, three minutes slower than your normal, um, per mile pace. Totally fine. Um, this, your heart rate should stay low, low for working out, not like low as in like resting heart rate, heart rate, but, um, it should be low. You should feel better afterwards. Um, than you did before you started. Like maybe if you were a little sore or anything, um, just getting blood moving, getting your legs pumping, um, should make it feel better. Uh, definitely conversational pace. Um, you know, doing walk run is fine. If you have to do that. Um, I don't think you're going to be that gassed if you're not usually doing walk run, but, um, yeah, it should be just easy day 13 cross train. So 
I wouldn't say strength necessarily, unless you're really feeling good and want to do some lifting. Um, but some kind of yoga, bike, swim, um, something easy that's going to get you moving around, I think is a good idea. And then you have rest. So, um, this should then be an actual rest day. You're probably going to want it. Um, we had kind of a good stretch where you, there was no rest. So you may be like, Oh, I have nothing to do today. Uh, that is definitely good. And we're halfway there, which is crazy. Uh, day 15, you're doing your warm up again. That is your get ready for workouts, warm up, and you're doing 20 times 200 meters. Um, for this, I would say, so we used to do this. I think actually don't think I recorded the episode where I talked about this, but, um, we used to do this workout years and years and years ago, probably 15 years ago at this point. Um, and we would do 30 second rests. And then after every five, I think we did a minute rest. Um, 30 second rest is just so short. I feel like you don't even have time to like stop your watch, step to the side, reset your watch, get ready to go, um, or take a sip of water or anything like that. So I'm saying like a minute, um, or less. So like even 45 seconds to a minute for these, um, even a minute 15, but this, you don't need to be standing around for longer than you're running, um, for these ones. And you're just doing them all the way through. So all 20, um, 200 meters, that's our half a lap around the track. If you're measuring that out in the world, um, definitely have that measure ahead of time. You can easily do that as your warm up jog or something, figuring out where your 200 meter mark is. Um, and then you're doing your stretch, cool down, whatever it is afterwards, if that's just walking around a little bit for your, oh, and I guess I didn't say if this is at goal race pace or what, but, um, if you currently are running a 30 minute 5k, that is your 71 seconds to 70 three seconds or a minute and 11 or a minute and 13 seconds, uh, your 25 minute 5k you're looking at slightly under a minute. So like 58 seconds to 60 seconds. If you run a 22 minute 5k, you're looking at about 51 to 53 seconds. If you do a 20 minute 44 to 46 seconds, if you do an 18 minute, you're looking at 38 to 40 seconds. So this might feel slow. Um, which is fine because I think, especially when we see like a short distance or people who used to be sprinters or something like that, I know, especially you see that 200 meters and your legs are like, okay, let's go. Um, which I remember you are doing 20 of them. Um, and slow is fine because you are having that short recovery. This isn't really like a super sprinty workout just because of the volume. Um, so don't get carried away, especially in the beginning. If you're like, wow, that is such a slow 200 meters. Um, it will probably catch up to you. Day 16, 35. I'm like all over the place with the way I'm describing these. This has 35 easy minutes. Um, so 35 minute run, an easy run. Um, so again, you're looking at that two plus minutes slower off of your, your race pace. Um, it should just feel easy, conversational. You're just going out to get 35 minutes on your legs. Day 17, rest again. Day 18, we are back. Okay, sorry. I'm like reading and getting confused. All right, we are back to our five times a kilometer 
on the track. So your warm up, your your running workout warm up, whatever that is, and then we're doing five times a kilometer at your current goal pace, um, and you're doing your two minutes rest again, two ish again. It doesn't have to be like super strict on that, but it should be around two minutes. Your two minute rest for uh, in between each kilometer. So. Your goal pace, again, hopefully you picked a realistic goal to accomplish in 30 days. Um, but also if it's a really aggressive goal, this might be kind of fun to see how far off you are. I did this not too long ago and picked numbers out of my brain that was just like, oh, I think at one point I used to run it this fast. And after three of them, I was tanked. So um, yeah, it's good to see kind of like where you're at with how you can run what your current goal pace is too. So if your goal now, I'm using the same numbers, which was probably lazy of me. I should have probably adjusted them for what people currently were doing and what their goal is. But if your goal is to run a 30 minute 5K, then you were doing 557 to six minutes per kilometer. And these are all the same numbers from before. If you your goal is to run a 25 minute 5K, you're looking at 457 to five minutes per kilometer. If you run and run a 22 minute 5K, you're looking at 422 to 424 per kilometer. If your goal is to run a 20 minute 5K, you're looking at 357 to four minutes. If your goal is to run 18, you're looking at 333 to 336. And if your goal is to run a 15 minute 5K, you are looking at 258 to three minute kilometers. So it may feel a little quick. Also try not to get too in your head about that. Um, if it's a good goal and if it's achievable in this time frame, um, you can do it. Uh, and even if you can't, um, try to hold on to that pace for as many reps as you can. Uh, just again, to see kind of where you're at. And if you do, not that I'm ever recommending to like go off course and kind of, um, you know, throw the workout out. But if you're like, wow, my goal was so far off what I'm actually currently at fitness wise, um, see how many you can do that way. And then, you know, slow them down a little bit. Day 19, 30 minute easy minutes of bike, row, et cetera. So this is our cross training. Um, but try to have it be like a 30 minute cardio type thing. It doesn't need to be like an aerobic workout per se, but, um, not, I mean, I'm not really saying like strength or something like that, but have it be something where you're moving, getting things, you know, uh, flowing around your, your muscles are moving in a different way than we are for running, uh, low impact too. So that's why it says like bike, row, swim kind of thing. Um, you know, taking it easy on your body, but still getting some work done. And then day 20 is rest. Day 21. Uh, here we are with a pyramid workout. Um, so we have our warm up, which is your running workout warm up. I'm sure by day 21, you have, if you didn't come in with some kind of warm up routine that you like, you probably have one now at this point. Um, so we are running a 2K, a 400 meter. Oh, no, sorry. We're running a 2K. We have a 400 meter recovery. We're running a mile, then a 400 meter recovery, a 1200, 400 meter recovery, 800, 400 meter recovery, 400 cool down. Uh, so sorry, it is a descending ladder, not a pyramid. I got excited and forgot what I wrote. Um, so the first thing you're doing is your 2K. So, um, 
what is 2K? That is five laps around the track, or you have to measure out your two kilometers, 2,000 meters, um, somewhere out in the world. You are doing your 2K at slightly slower than race pace. Um, so I did not do the math on these because that would just be so much math for all of them. But at this point, I think you kind of have a good gist of what the math looks like from doing the kilometer repeats and things like that. So um, again, slightly slower. So by slightly slower, I mean like a couple seconds, not like a minute slower necessarily. And then you have a 400 meter recovery. So I would say like a jog, but I don't want people to get confused and think that they're running this recovery. Like when I say jog, I mean that really slow, like sprinter shuffle that people do, um, that kind of thing. And if that's not something that you do, then like walk, but not, you know, completely leisurely walking. Um, but it is, uh, you know, it's going to take a long time. So this is a long workout by the way. Um, then you have a one mile, one mile at race pace, and then you have your 400 meter recovery again. Then you have your 1200 um, and you are doing, let's see, that is slightly faster than your race pace. Um, so as you can tell, each of these, you are getting a little bit faster. Um, your yeah, so the 1200 slightly faster than race pace. Then you have your 400 meter recovery again, then your 800 meter. So I have 800 meter at your mile race pace. Not everybody has a mile race pace um, because a lot of us aren't out there doing a mile race, um, but that is going to be faster than your 1200 meter pace. Um, I don't want to give anybody like numbers to go off of because it kind of is a little subjective, but think about running it a little faster pace, not just time, obviously, because it's shorter. Um, at your, your angel meter at that pace. Then you have your 400 meter recovery. Then your last rep is a 400 meter. So that's your one lap around the track. And you're doing that at an 800 meter tempo pace. Um, again, just think that's going to be faster than my 800 meter. If you don't have, if you don't have a mile race pace, you're probably not having an 800 meter tempo pace, um, but it's going to be slightly faster still. So, um, your 1200, your 800 and your 400 are going to be faster than what your legs have been doing currently. Um, so just keep that in mind that, that it's going to feel quick, possibly. Um, you may feel a little sore because you're probably not used to running like that. Um, but it's a fun way to get your brain now being like, oh, look how fast I can run, right? And then you're doing your cool down. Day 22, three easy miles. And that is, again, like that recovery run. Your heart rate shouldn't be spiking. It should stay pretty low. Your breathing should be really easy. You should be able to have a full conversation or sing or anything like that while you're running um, just to keep everything moving, um, keeping that, the blood flowing, loosen up those muscles again. Uh, really should just feel recovered afterwards. Then day 23 is rest. So whatever recovery you didn't get from your recovery run, um, here it is. Day 24, 35 easy minutes. So again, that's that roughly two minutes slower pace. And I'm sure everyone has probably seen this, um, whether you read about it or, you know, I see things I think pop up on Instagram all the time of like, you know, running your, your easy runs two minutes slower than your race pace. And then day 25, you are doing uh, mile repeats. You're going to do your warm up. Uh, again, that's your running workout warm up, and you're doing four times mile repeats at race pace. Um, so this is going to be like your 
goal race pace. I know we're getting close. We are five days out from our goal. Um, so hopefully we're pretty much there for that. Um, obviously you're doing four miles, which is more than a 5k. So this will be tough. Um, but you are going to do a longer recovery. So do like a 400 meter walk between each one. Um, uh, so it's going to be a lot of time. Um, it also can be a lot of time to be thinking, um, but you're only doing four repeats, which is not, you know, it's, it's a bigger volume than a lot of the workouts we've been doing. Um, just because it is four miles as opposed to like a 5k type distance on the track, but, um, the rep number is small. So don't psych yourself out, uh, and try to have those miles be fast. And then you're doing your cooldown. So like I said, 400 meter walk, um, or like four minutes or so rest between each day 26 cross, cross train. Um, that could be yoga, Pilates, swimming, biking, strength. If you want to day 27 is your rest day, day 28 shakeout and accelerations. Um, so that is just go out for an easy run, jog, whatever it is, run, walk, um, just get moving a little bit. And then accelerations are those like 20 to 30 second runs. I don't want to say sprints necessarily, but you're starting at like a medium pace and you're continuing to build and build and build until you're running pretty fast, um, at the end of whether it's a distance or a time frame. Uh, I try to pick like something that's like 60 meters to 75 meters. Uh, I know a lot of people also say like 20 seconds or so, um, anything around that really, you're just like practicing moving those legs fast, but make sure you already have done a little bit of running that shakeout. So you're not just out of nowhere cold running quickly because your muscles probably will not like that. Day 29, rest. I'm a big proponent of rest before race days. Uh, I was not always, we used to always do like a 20 minute shakeout run. Um, so whatever works for you, if you're feeling like you want to just go shake off the cobwebs a little bit, still totally fine. If you want to rest, go for it. Um, and then obviously if you are doing a race the next day, you want to make sure that you've been, you always want to make sure you're hydrated and fueled properly, but really kind of focus in on those things, getting enough sleep, um, feeling properly hydrating, um, all that stuff to make sure that you are ready because 5k day, day 30 is your race. Um, again, it doesn't have to actually be a designated race. If you just want to go out there and do like a time trial type thing, because you set this goal and you really want to get to it. Um, there you are. So that is your 30 days to a faster 5k. Obviously more time gives you more opportunity to improve your speed, um, and comfortability with the distance because 5k's are so fun. It's that mix of speed and endurance. Um, and it's a really I don't want to say easy distance, but it's an accessible distance for people. So I think it's really fun to have goals for a 5k. Um, and at least where I am, there is probably a 5k almost every weekend somewhere within 15 to 20 miles. So, uh, there's always these opportunities to, to test out how you, you race at that distance. So I'm hoping you enjoy this plan and it helps get you to a faster 5k. If not, um, keep at something like this. If your body felt decent doing it, um, give yourself a little more time, um, or give yourself a little more rest. Um, 
Yeah. Cause again, not every goal is going to be reachable in 30 days. Cause that is a really short period of time. Um, but I'm going to give this one a try starting in a couple of weeks. I'm not exactly sure when, um, just because like I said, I am doing all those five K's. So, um, might be nice to see how I can adjust my time. Uh, so yeah, that is our 5k plan. Uh, not sure exactly what distance we're going to do and what the time frame we're going to do next. Uh, but if you have suggestions or something that you want to see, again, feel free to either put it in comments. Um, if this is on YouTube, you can put it in the comments. If you want to email me, it's marikeyrunclub at gmail.com.